Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a coronavirus bonus episode of This Week in the CLE, the much shorter Saturday edition of our podcast where we consider the lingering questions from the week's news. We haven't had many weeks like this one where one story dominates all, so this week's lingering questions all deal with the coronavirus known as COVID-19. I'm your host, Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. When we get to the other side of the coronavirus crisis in Ohio, after the coming spike in cases when the virus is on the wane, how will our culture be permanently changed? Will more of us avoid crowds? Will we all be more wary of the ways we can contract viruses now that we know so much about how they get into our bodies? Will more companies, having successfully sent people to work from home, reduce their office footprints and rely more on a remote workforce? Will we demand more cohesive policies and planning from our governments and school districts? This virus has proven we were not prepared for a pandemic, despite decades of predictions that one would eventually come. It has pointed out weaknesses in parts of our government, the presidency, while identifying best practices in others, the office of Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. It has shown that school districts don't have long-range plans for shutdowns. So will we, as a society, Sit down when this is over to discuss the lessons we should learn and how to change our ways. When a crisis like a pandemic hits, what can we do to make sure people get their information and updates from trusted sources? Ohio Public Health Director Amy Acton has said misinformation is one of the biggest problems in this crisis, and she has implored people to get their facts from websites for her department, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and trusted news media like Cleveland.com. But so many people don't do that. They see wacky ideas on social media channels and spread them. The result is runs on department stores for supplies that people don't really need and a general sense of anxiety. The coronavirus is dangerous, of course, but following strategies as recommended by the experts can help reduce this crisis. But people need reliable information to make wise decisions. How do we get them to the places where that information resides? Will the example of bold, calm leadership demonstrated by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine in the coronavirus crisis set the standard for how leaders should behave in any crisis? Will leaders elsewhere, including in Washington, take a cue from a guy who gets it right and modify their behavior to emulate DeWine's? People from both political parties are applauding how DeWine has led through this crisis. He has deferred to medical experts for his policy decisions. 
and he has explained those decisions in a most disarming way. He took risks by making his bold moves, inconveniencing untold numbers of parents by closing schools, but he did so knowing that historically, the kinds of moves he is making have been all the difference in keeping people safe. We've seen clownish behavior on this thing in Washington, with elected leaders contradicting scientists and the president making many erroneous statements. Will the exposure that Mike DeWine is now getting for his handling of the crisis help others to finally get it right? Has Ohio done enough to flatten the curve? Have Mike DeWine's steps as governor done enough to slow the spread of the coronavirus to a rate that will allow hospitals to cope with the flow? The history is clear. Cities and countries that don't act to slow the virus by banning public gatherings and enforcing social distancing have seen much faster spikes in infections and seen their healthcare facilities overwhelmed. Doctors have been forced to choose who to treat, meaning who lives and dies. But when the rate of spread is more measured, hospitals can handle the flow and everyone gets treatment. DeWine has pretty much done everything in his power to stop people from spreading this virus. Will it work? Will Ohio school kids fall behind their peers across the nation because of the number of days they will not be going to class now that schools are closed for at least three weeks because of the coronavirus? Teachers are scrambling to design assignments for the students to keep them engaged while they are at home, but that's not nearly as effective as in-classroom lessons. With standardized tests coming up, will the students do poorly? Will they get tested at all? How much will losing three or six weeks of classroom lessons harm their education? The goal is to keep them from spreading coronavirus by repeatedly being together, but what will the price be when it comes to their education? Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of This Week in the CLE. Please give a listen to our regular episode, which this week focused solely on the coronavirus as well. Reporters and editors at Cleveland.com broke down the many developments we saw in Ohio this week with the rapid spread of the virus. Music.